welcome to the Business Success Club. I want to say welcome and you are in for a treat in this group. Hey, thank you so much for tuning into this podcast. And on this podcast, what we really want to establish is this. How do hardworking entrepreneurs build profitable and scalable businesses whilst having the freedom and balance to do the other things they love? like family, vacations, sports, fun, adventures, and charity. So let's tune into today's podcast. Hello, and welcome to the Business Success Show with me, Mac Atram. And one of the big challenges small businesses often have is that to do with marketing, or as I could say, effective marketing, marketing that really, really works. And we, you are in for a treat. We are in for a treat right now because I have Michael Brzezinski with me, who's the president of Buzzworthy Integrated Marketing. He's a lifelong entrepreneur, digital marketing thought leader, and a best-selling author. You know, the American Marketing Association dubbed him as a visionary marketer. And that's why we've chosen to, for him to be with us, to share his knowledge, share this information with us so we can all grow a better business through effective marketing. Hey, Michael, or should I say Buzz? I know some people call you Buzz, is that right? So should yes. I call you Buzz or call you Michael? Oh, Mac, you can call me Buzz. Oh, we go with Buzz then, absolutely. Welcome to the Business Success Show, Buzz. Thanks for having me. You're most welcome, you're most welcome. So tell us um, a little bit about, you've, you've been a lifelong entrepreneur. Tell us a little bit about your entrepreneurial journey to what led you eventually, <laughs> I suppose, into uh, digital marketing? My entrepreneurial journey could take uh, an entire show, but oh, we will uh, give you the footnotes. I started out as a professional uh, jazz trombonist as a 13-year-old junior high school kid uh, and pursued a career in professional mu music while working and being in the Air Force, uh, US Air Force for 10 years, and all these other things um, for about 15 years. Um, after I got out of the service, I realized that I needed to kind of get, get bring my horizon down just a little bit. I was not quite tall enough, dark enough, good looking enough, or talented enough <laughs> to be a rock star. So I opened up a recording studio in 2005. And within a year, I realized working with uh, starving musicians was a bad business plan. Mm. And so I quickly pivoted my company into a media production studio for small businesses. And over the years, my experience in sales and marketing with companies that I'd worked for before the Air Force um, started to bubble up. And eventually the company became a multi-million dollar uh, creative agency. Um, much like a big ad agency that you would see, but we do all the work inside in-house. And so we had a 13,000 square faci facility. Um, we had 25 employees. We had 300 companies we served every year, the whole nine yards. Fortunately, I was completely miserable. Um, and the business wasn't truly profitable. We were doing a lot of things financially incorrectly. Um, and so in 2018, I decided to break that company up and restart what is now called Buzzworthy Integrated Marketing. And over the last three years, uh, I built a virtual company. So we work with companies from uh, the United States uh, and Canada and the UK right now. Um, 
and uh, we've just reinvented how we take a look at digital marketing for service-centric businesses. And that's our core uh, demographic that we deal with. Um, so businesses that, who are serving the needs of other people through a service, that is where, that's where I'm at now. Absolutely. So that's clear. So for those who are listening, you know, Buzz focuses on service-centric businesses. So he's not dealing with product-based businesses. He's not dealing with manufacturers. His core is service-centric businesses. Hey, Buzz, you spent some time in the military, did you? Was it Air Force? Yeah, that was the Air Force. Okay. How long Yeah. How long were you involved with the Air Force? I was in the Air Force for 10 years, and I flew on a uh, jet called the AWACS, which is Airborne Warning Control System, which is a 707, a Boeing 707 jet. Wow. Um, and uh, I, would, I toured 11 countries in nine and a half years. And, and uh, this was before you went into entrepreneur, entrepreneurialism? Yep. Yeah, so that was 96 to 2005. Until 2005, and then yeah, so that's basically my 20s. In your 20s. <laughs> it was about there, and my side hustle was always marketing for my band and being in a working band. And so when I wasn't in uniform, I was usually on a stage or in a recording studio. Okay, okay, so you had that side hustle. You're doing that now. Your book became a best-selling book, The Rule of 26 for Self-Centric yes. Businesses. You, you know, subtitle, three steps to doubling website revenue. Now, what is the rule of 26? Please tell us. It, you intrigued me when I, when I thought, I've got to check this guy out. We need to have a conversation. <laughs> so the rule of 26 is a way of streamlining the marketing strategy for website marketing. Okay. Um, and I created it to help clarify and demystify what it will take to actually garner predictable revenue for from your website as a service-based business, because a lot of service-based businesses will t uh, owners will tell you, well, my my website doesn't really make me any money. It's it's just a, it's a sunk cost. It's there because I have to have it because somebody told me I needed it. Dot dot dot. Right, and they they really think that the word of mouth, the referrals um, that they're getting. Um, and their networking are what's going to help them scale their business to the size that they feel that they should be at. Right. And it's untrue. Um, for us to hope that our name will pop up when it needs to pop up in consumers' minds, the arrogance that we might have that uh, the people that we uh, consider our referral sources are always going to be thinking about our business and, and sending us business on a regular basis these are all misnomers. They're myths. And so I created the rule of 26, which states simply that if you increase the unique traffic to your website by 26% and then increase the conversion rate of your website by 26% and the lifetime value per client by 26%, you get a compounded result of 100% more revenue from your website. Okay, now pause. Let's get this right. Increase traffic by 26%. Unique traffic, yes. Unique traffic by 26%. Increase conversion by 26%. And what was the yes. third thing? What was the third thing? And average lifetime value. Average lifetime value, like LTV by 26%. It is not a 26% increase in revenue, but compound effect. Of 120? 
double the revenue double re- double the revenue by yes. getting those three things right yep by only by only increase by 26 26%. 26%, 26% i get it i get yes. it now how did you come up with that where did that come from <laughs> <laughs> well it came from the the frustrations i had with big websites like hubspot and spotify uh, uh, shopify and yeah. and these a huge web uh, marketing websites out there that touted 38 to 68 different KPIs they can track. And I'm like, there is no business owner who has the time nor the interest right. to understand 30, 68, let alone 38 KPIs. Right. So I wanted to find out, I'm an ROI driven marketer. Mm. So I wanted to find out what are the core um, KPIs that move revenue needles immediately, right? right? Because we have a lot of vanity KPIs and KPIs are uh, key performance indicators for those who don't know. Mm -hmm. So those KPIs, there's a lot of pretty KPIs agencies will shout out, right? And there's some that we use as indicators of the thing that happens before the cores move, right? So those are, I would consider tactical KPIs, but I I wanted to convey what, KPIs actually make me more money, more traffic, higher conversions, and higher lifetime value. I found when you uh, and I did the math. So I basically said I want to find a a a, um, a uh, what's the word for, I'm looking for a, a formula, right? That basically doubles the website revenue for service based business because that is something that you as a business owner can grasp on. I can grasp on double. Now, some people will say, well, I have zero. Well, okay, well, then let's increase it infinitively in, <laughs> to uh, whatever we can get it on the first pass. Mm-hmm. So if it is a matter of getting it in the book, I even say, if you're, if you're below 500, then let's get to 500. Let's see how many people convert from there. Let's take a look at your conversion rate the, uh, and, and compare it to industry standards for your specific industry. Let's look if you're, if, are you are charging enough for your services? Are you maximizing the opportunities of the engagements that you have. Those three things right there are infinitely invaluable to a business owner. And the great thing about it is once you go through it once, you just go through it one more time and you can quadruple the revenue coming from your website. Mm -hmm. Now you have a lever that you can pull when you want to grow. Sales slow down, you push that lever a little harder. And you know that if you increase any of those three things, you're automatically making more money. And if you increase all three of them by 26%, you're going to double the revenue that you have been getting from that website at that point. Wow. And when you explain that to your prospects before they become clients, your prospects, do they get it instantly? Or is it something you have to repeat and explain and, and map out what happens? I hope not. I, I haven't had to uh, re-explain it too many times. <laughs> I do get the question of like, what is average lifetime value? Right. Okay, which is right. great. I mean, there's a lot of people who don't actually understand the value of a new client. They don't understand the cost of replacing a client. Yeah. Right. And so there is, it, this is the crazy thing with website marketing. Everybody thinks everything happens on the internet, but website marketing, and I pointed out in the book has a lot to do with what you do in the real world that affects your website traffic, affects 
the way that people interact with the content that is on your website. And so it's that ecosystem that you create around those three KPIs that give you the leverage to create revenue from that platform. Got it. Got it. While we're talking about that, Buzz, tell me, what are some of the biggest mistakes entrepreneurs make when it comes to digital marketing? Because I'm clear, I'm, I'm sure you see it all the time. You think, why? You're heading into a brick wall at 100 miles per hour. Hey, <laughs> some listen, some don't. What are some of the biggest mistakes, guys? The, uh, there's three main mistakes that I see most often with service-centric businesses. The first one is that you have a business that has a message that is not resonating with their client base, right? Their potential client. And they're trying to attract too many different types of clients at the same time. So niching down to your most profitable type of client and understanding who that is and why they're the mo- they're most enjoyable to deal with and the most profitable to serve, right? Is, excuse me, excuse me, is the biggest mistake most people make. They get a message out there, they don't test it, and they go full bore with it and then go, well, why didn't my advertising work? Well, because your marketing wasn't driven by numbers, okay? The second is is that then they go onto their website and all they do is talk about themselves. Right. They're benefits driven and, and it's them and how cool they are and how awesome they are and how much they can do, blah, 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 blah. That's important. But right. what's more important is the client's needs and pains. If you first identify why somebody should be listening to you, because there's only two things that a service based business does. They either rectify a pain mm-hmm. or help you achieve a dream. It's the only two things you're going to be doing, right? So I'm a chiropractor. I'm getting people walking again because they're in pain, right? If I'm a lifestyle coach, I'm probably getting over some pain in a dream to live a better life, right? And it doesn't matter what industry you're in. You're doing one of those two things or a combination of those two things. That's it, okay? So your website, the homepage of your website should talk to that first, and then bleed into who you are, how awesome you are, and how you can really, the focus is how can you, the the service provider, solve the problem? What digestible message can you give me to understand within eight seconds that you can deliver my dreams? Right, right. Okay, very eloquently put, very well put there, um, Buzz. The... um, other question I have for you is this, often I get, as a business coach, I get prospects or clients sometimes ask the question, um, what type of website should I create? Should I create the traditional brochureware website, like well, you just gave, you know, I'm terrific, I'm excellent, this is what we do, blah, blah, blah. Or should I be creating um, a lead generation type website, you know, the direct mail sales page type website? Um, in this day and age, which one works? Well, you can't have one without the other. Mm. So I feel that any website that's only a brochure is underperforming. And, and if you're only there to pitch um, how to get on an email list and create in gen- a lead generation, you're also missing the boat as well. You have to create a website that one draws the visitor in 
to your ecosystem, right? Right. I understand. So the first sentence that I have on my website past the header is that we understand that you struggle with the complexities of digital marketing. All right, pause there. Now, everyone listening in, listening very quick. But Buzz don't is not this is not theory. He told you earlier on. You've got to talk to them. At no point in that in those opening sentences did he say, I, I, me, I've done this. He said, You, you want to, fantastic. We you struggle. You struggle. The second one then is a dual uh sentence. We help you streamline the digital marketing process so that you can make predictable revenue from your website. Right, you, your, excellent, excellent. Then the third sentence is something like, we are a website marketing firm that creates predictable return on investment for your website. I like that. Very now, did I go into the whole song and dance of, do you have this pain? Do you have that pain? Do you, do you feel this? Do, what keeps you up at night? And blah, 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 blah. No. No, no, no. I was very specific on what it is because if you don't relate to that within those first three minutes, uh, three, three sentences, you're yeah. probably not the right client for me anyway. Absolutely. Because you right. don't struggle. It's not a big enough pain for you to continue to read. But mm -hmm. if it resonates with you, you're going to go, okay, great. What's the next thing I do? All I do after that is um, I think the, the next piece there is there are three ways to work with us. Mm. And I explain how you get to work with us. Right. Do it yourself, done with you or, or done for you. Oh, yeah. And then after that, hey, here's some stories about other people who have worked with us and the results that they have seen. Yeah. And then after that, the rule of 26 get introduced. And after that, their case studies of what our services do for other companies, People. right? So we talk to their, their we resonate with them. We, we break down how easy it is to work with us. Mm. We show proof in multiple ways. We have social proofing and we have case studies, right? Um, in there. And we show a framework, the rule of 26, right? Uh -huh. So if they, they, I didn't say anything about the rule of 26, but if you're still not like clicking on something on that page, then maybe you want to read something. Maybe you want to just test the waters and see how we talk. And yeah. so my framework is built to do just that. Teach you how to utilize the rule of 26, just like we do. Boom, done. So you're hearing it from Buzz. The homepage, the front page, the main things they see is not blur. It's not blur. It's actually thought through. It's a, it's a strategic move that leads that prospect from one place to another place it's a psychological it's a well thought out process that eventually brings those clients in either they want this or they want this or they want this and there's case studies there's proof social proof that other people are benefited from this so right. you could too i love right. that excellent 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 very very good very smart now in this day and age what is better for website traffic now you've got this website up and it's working what is you know some people are hung on they they hanging on to what people are the gurus are saying about facebook and another guru is saying about instagram another guru is saying about youtube another guru is saying about google's seo search engine optimization all this kind of stuff i want to hear it from 
the horse's mouth. Not that you're a horse, you're buzz. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody talks to a horse, of course. Exactly. Um, the uh, so there is no one thing that is going to carry your business in the long term. Okay. So if you think that listening to a guru that focuses on YouTube ads hmm. is going to change the trajectory for your business, it can do that for a short period of time until YouTube becomes ineffective. Right. Okay. My, my example is Facebook. Hmm. In the early teens, 2000 teens, Facebook had utilized a lot of third-party data, which made it extremely easy for business owners and marketers to basically be lazy right. because we could hyper-focus on a very specific type of audience and say something very specific to them and sell them something. Mm -hmm. No marketing involved, just sell them something, right? And if we can sell them something and keep our, our cost per acquisition below uh, low enough to be profitable, we just push the button on that over and over and over again until it stops. And then we do it again with something else, right? And that was it. One trick pony. Make, right. People made millions doing that until they couldn't because iOS 14 said, by the way, you can't use that information that Facebook has been using anymore. And the people who started in marketing in the teens now have to go and learn marketing. Something else. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So don't put all your eggs in one basket is an old saying. It's mm. true. Right. Mm. Your website is something you own. How you feed it is up to you. I suggest you feed it many different things, a balanced meal, if you will, right? Mm -hmm. uh, some SEO, heck yeah, it's seven, It's the most profitable traffic you can drive is search engine traffic because those people are looking for your services when they are searching keywords with intent. Absolutely, yeah. Social media is very important. It's not a traffic tool though, not for, not for service-based business. It's a conversion tool for service-based businesses, right? Unless you're advertising, you're not reaching many people anyway. So how people do is they come from the search engine, they come into your website, then they, they go, okay, yeah, this guy's talking about marketing and, and struggle. I struggle with marketing. I'm a service-based business. I get this, yeah. but what are these people like? Because people only do business with people they like and trust. Sure. Well, where can I find out if I like you? How can I find out that you're trustworthy? Oh, I go to your social media. So we get social media, we go over to social media and go, so, oh yeah, he's talking about yay and da, 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 da. all these people are engaging with him. And okay, yeah, he seems trustworthy. He seems likable. Okay. Oh, look at that. He, he, uh, he, he volunteers for da, 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 da. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I like this guy. I like, I trust him. Okay. I'm going back over to the website. I'm going to get myself an appointment. Let's go. Right. Right. So we can't ignore social media, but mm -hmm. we can't rely solely on social media. Just as much as we can't rely solely on organic search marketing. Why? Because Google can change the algorithm anytime they want. I've been doing this since 2008. Okay. 14 years in SEO. I will tell you right now, five different algorithm changes changed how I did SEO overnight. Wow. Wow. Five times in 14 years. That means every three years, I got to reinvent how I give the same service so they get my clients continue to get the benefits of SEO. But that doesn't happen overnight, right? Yeah. So when we go mobile first, like we did last year, and there are people out there that didn't have mobile first indexing built into their website, 
whoo, now they just went, they got dove down past the first page and they had to work their way back up into the top three. That doesn't happen overnight. And if that's the only traffic that you were relying on for your sales, crickets. Trouble. No yeah. No leads. Yeah. And now where are your sales at? Now where's your revenue? Dot, dot, dot. So you got to create that ecosystem. You know, it's, it's great what you're saying. You certainly know your stuff. You are the expert in this buzz. Fantastic. The, um, for those entrepreneurs thinking, I can do all this myself, right? And here's the thing you said. There are changes that happen. You're a marketing guy. You've got to figure it out and then satisfy your client. If someone's busy being a coach or being a chiropractor or whatever it is, and they've got to stop. Now figure this out. Then why do people do that? <laughs> um, it is a misnomer that, well, there's two reasons. There's probably more than two reasons, but let's let's keep it the, the list short. One, they're a control freak, mm. right? They can't let go. They're the only ones that can do it as good as anybody else. And for most things in your business, that is correct. The myth is that you need it to be as good as you do it all the time. If you can, if you can make money on somebody doing it 80% as well as you, that's the only way you're going to be able to grow. Because until you let go of those things that are dragging you down that you're not strong in, yeah. right? Where you're passionate about, you are reducing the bandwidth for growth, right? And until you systemize your service to a point where you are not the only one who can or leverage how many people you can serve at, at any one time, you don't own a business, you own a job. Now, coaches like you, Mac, yeah, that's a tough, that's a tough pill to swallow, right? <laughs> right? Yeah. Because it's like, wait a second, it's me. They're buying me. People buy buzz too. I get it. But guess what? I have account managers and I've got technicians and I've got all these people that work yeah. for me in the background that make things happen so that I can serve a lot more people than if I was doing all the work. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that, that right there is, is the first reason is they're a control freak and they think they're the only ones that can do it. Okay. Or they don't realize that they're losing money by not investing in other people helping them do it or getting coaches to help them figure out how to systemize it so that they could grow enough to be able to afford it. Because you either have time or money. Which one is it? Okay. So if I, I have more time than money, then I've got to work really hard yeah. to get that time to make me money so that I can then create more time for me see myself. And yeah. then that pendulum basically climbs up the ladder of value for my business. Excellent. Yeah. Very, very good. So just while we're talking about that, when does, when would you say people should be reaching out to you, entrepreneurs should be reaching out to you or companies like you that can actually make all these things happen for them? At what stage on their entrepreneurial journey? Well, they should do it as soon as possible. Okay. So unless you are a marketer that is just starting a business in a service that you find opportunities in, then you're always going to be in a learning curve for marketing. And the one, one of the other big uh, mistakes entrepreneurs make when they start their business is they think about marketing last. Mm. It's the weirdest thing. They don't budget for it. 
they don't plan for it. They don't strategize for it. It's just the last thing they think about, right? When it should be the first thing we think about before we start a business. Is it marketable? Exactly. Does is there demand for it? And the way that I'm presenting it, does it create enough demand or do can I tr- attract enough of that demand to my door so that I can be profitable? Mm-hmm. Until you do those three things, you shouldn't even be starting your business. So I offer a done do it yourself, done with you and done for you. So my startups, like a lot of my uh, I mentor, uh, volunteer mentor for a thing called uh, Rising Warrior. And they're, vet, they're veterans who are coming out of the service like I did in starting businesses. And so I help them through all of those pains I did without mentors, okay? Right. And one of the things that a lot of them need is levers to pull because they don't have any money, but they need a platform that they can afford to get more money, to market better. And so we have those software platforms that help people manage their, their social media without sucking them dry of time there and doing SEO to pull that search engine traffic to their website so they can get more leads. Those are just two of the examples of tools that we have, right? Mm-hmm. So th- to answer your question, quite simply, anytime you're ready to build your business up, you would, you would visit our website and see what we have to offer. Awesome. Awesome. I love that. Thank you. For those who don't know what it is, what is SEO? You've talked about it a couple of times, search engine optimization, and how does it work? And why is it important? So search engine optimization is a practice of making your website both palatable for humans and consumable for robots. Okay. Mm. What it does is it optimizes your website so that the robots, the Google bots specifically, um, any search engine bot, but Google bots for the the most part, because they own 70% of the search traffic out there. Um, know what's on your website, that your website's not spammy, people trust your website and people like what you are offering on your website because Google's job is to give results that are valuable to the search query to increase user experience. Mm -hmm. If they don't give the relevant Uh, results to their query and their intent, they'll find another search engine that will. Wow. And that's how Google won the race. Race They gave people what they wanted in their search engines, plain and simple. Now they've got a lot of other levers that they pulled in and and that's great and all. But the whole point is that you have billions of people using that platform every day. Okay. Now as a small business, you don't need billions of people. You just need a few hundred people a month mm-hmm. to come to your website and have a few percent of those reach out to you so that you can offer your services and they can do business with you. Right. We don't need all of the, the traffic. So SEO allows us to optimize our website for search terms that our perfect clients are using to find people like you. Perfect. Excellent. That's a great answer. I I love that answer there. Now, as we start wrapping up in a moment, uh, Buzz, I want to say for those who want to reach out to you, maybe contact you, maybe learn from more from you or maybe your services, what's the best or easiest way for them to um, connect with you? The easiest way to connect to me specifically is to go to buzzworthy.biz, B-U-Z-Z-W-O-R-T-H-Y dot B-I-Z. 
Um, there is a let's talk button uh, called to action on pretty much every page towards the bottom. That is a direct connection to me where I give a complimentary uh, get to know you consultation, no pitches, no nothing. There's no, there's not a sales gig or anything like that. Um, that, that let's talk goes directly to me. Um, if you want to get more on the book, go to rule of two, six.com. There's a direct link to Amazon in my book has my direct email. So if you have questions on the, on the book or anything like that, and for your listeners, if they order the, or download the ebook from Amazon and email me a screenshot of their purchase at buzz at buzzworthy.biz, Mm-hmm. I will mail them in the United States and Canada. I can't do it in Europe. Uh, United States and Canada. I will mail you a free signed copy oh, to you wherever you live. Very, very good. So let me get that www.buzzworthy.biz. We will actually put it in here as well so people can um, connect with you. Um, and also if they go to Amazon, order the book, The Rule of 26, which it looks like is a great book. I need to order it myself to read i want to get deeper into this uh what you're saying about these three levers they're amazing amazing um so i want to say buzz thank you any last words you want to say to our audience before uh, we uh we cut off here i want to say thank you by the way awesome job thank you mac um i appreciate being here i hope that your listeners have gotten a some nugget of uh, insight that helps them get over whatever hump they're they're challenged with right this moment. Um, the great takeaway is this, that if you stop learning, you will stop growing. Absolutely. And even if you are, you feel successful in your growth and you feel the trajectory of your business is going well, it can always be better in some aspect. And it's not always money. It's not always sales. Sometimes it's internal because if you're building a legacy, if you're building a business that can outlast you, which most people should be doing. They should be building a business that they can exit profitably, yeah. right? Build that business to work without you mm. and then create systems that replicate the output that you can create. Mm. And when you do that, you will truly understand the power of entrepreneurialism and the, the financial freedom and the time freedom of owning a business. Absolutely. Great, great last words. Great past team words. Hey, connect with Buzz, www.buzzworthy.biz. Get his book on Amazon, The Rule of 26. Buzz, I want to say thank you. It's been a great pleasure talking with you here. Great conversation, great insight. So thank you. You take care of yourself until we connect and speak again. Thank you for everything you do for entrepreneurs in the US and Canada. And we've got people listening from all over the world. So now they get in a bit of you as well and your knowledge. Thank you for what you do. Thank you. Thank you, Mac. All right. Bye for now. 